Welcome to the Lone Mama Book Club. My name is Mara, and I'm a new mom to the coolest little dude, Rowan. Motherhood can be so many things at once. Beautiful, heartbreaking, joyful, frustrating, unifying, and isolating. I created this club to build a community amongst book-loving moms and pave a way for us to discuss some of our favorite or not-so-favorite reads. Our books focus on coming of age, womanhood, and motherhood. My hope is that this community will help make even just one fellow mama not feel so alone. Although our journeys may look different, we are all in this together. So take some you time, grab a book, and let's dive in. Welcome to episode four of Lone Mama Book Club. Today I'll be diving into The Midnight Library by Matt Haig. I know this episode's launching a little later than anticipated. The holidays definitely added a certain time constraint to my schedule, but I also started an amazing part-time job where I work as a virtual assistant for a nutritionist who focuses on women's health, which I'm totally passionate about. And it's really a joy. I really love the job. I love working for her. But I had to figure out how to manage being a stay-at-home mom with this part-time job and this podcast in the midst of all the holiday craziness and activities. And for a second there, I have to be honest, I almost didn't continue this podcast. There was just a lot on my plate. But I had to remember why I started this podcast. I wanted to create a community with other women and other parents. I wanted a space where I could express my voice. And I had to think about all the parents who already follow me, and especially my beautiful and brilliant niece, Magnolia, who just turned one, Uh, but she loves to hear my voice uh, because her and her mom play this podcast when it's released on their commute to work, and I got to be there for, for my gal. So all that to say that I'm here, I'm excited to be here, and I can't wait to dive in. So what is The Midnight Library about? Lighthearted, it is not. This book deals with some major mental health issues and topics. So I want to make everybody aware of that, especially if you haven't read the novel yet, um, that there could be some sensitive topics discussed. The main one is suicide. So suicide for me is hard to read in general. I typically do not read books or watch shows that have suicide in it. I just uh, have too fresh a connection to that. I did have somebody in high school who was in my class commit suicide, and it's just not something that I take lightly at all. I have to give kudos to Matt, the author, though, for writing about this topic and really helping the reader understand what depression and anxiety can truly look like for somebody. Mental health does have a stigma around it, and so it's great to see a book that has a main character who suffers so much um, and comes out of it. So there is a positive end to it all, um, but it is it is a tough read. So again, what is this about? We follow a woman named Nora who has reached a point in her life where she is done with living. Um, She has had a pretty tough 27 hours and 
does commit suicide. So she does follow through with the act. However, a surprise to Nora that she doesn't just automatically end up in the afterlife, right? She ends up in kind of an in-between space and whatever you want to call it, the middle in-between. And for her, it ends up being this huge library that's filled with millions, billions, and infinite amount of books all along the shelves. She's not the only one in the library. There is another being or soul there with her that is in the shape of her old librarian from school, Mrs. Elm. And so this being is what navigates Nora through this next adventure, which is all of these books aren't just books. They are different lives that Nora can try on and see what would have happened had she made a different choice somewhere along the way. And this choice could be as simple as choosing a different coffee one morning to some of the major ones that we start out with in the novel, which is actually getting married to her fiance. So for those who read, she was engaged to Dan and ended up obviously didn't, you know, she didn't get married to him. But what happens if she did? Or what happens if she followed through and actually became an Olympic swimmer? Or what would happen if she stayed in the band that she had with her brother and became famous? So it's kind of exciting and in a way, an original idea. I don't think it's totally original, right? Because it reminds me a little bit of Charles Dickens and A Christmas Carol, where in both books, the main characters faced with reviewing their life and their choices and reviewing the impact they've had on others. And those books were really made to help the reader realize how important their lives are and how important all of their actions are to those that are around them and what kind of opportunities and possibilities lay before us if we open up enough. So what do I like about the book? I would say I do like the original twist on the Dickens novel. Um, I think it's kind of really exciting to see Nora open up all these books and think about the what ifs, right? And kind of can't help but think about what what ifs happened in my life or do I have any of those? Now, I will lay a disclaimer down that I typically don't like to play the what if game. I think it's really important to be confident with where you are in life and, and be present. Um, so for me, I don't often play that game, but for the sake of the book, I will. So thinking about a moment in time where there was definitely just a solid turning point and what would happen if it didn't happen for me, that would be the first semester of my sophomore year. That's when I met my husband, Mike, and coincidentally, I was supposed to be traveling abroad that semester. So I am a nurse by trade, but I started off as a nutrition major in college. So all my freshman year, I was a nutrition major. And during that time, I actually helped to create a study abroad program 
for the nutrition department because I wanted to study abroad. Um, and I actually had it all planned out. I was supposed to be the first nutrition major to study abroad again that first semester of my sophomore year. And I was uh, set to go to Dublin, Ireland. And I ended up switching to nursing for multiple reasons. You know, of course, I wanted to help individuals, but it was also around the time of the crash of 2008, and I was really looking for stability. So here I was, I did all this work, I had this all planned out, and then I ended up switching my major, and your second year of nursing, there's just no way for you to study abroad because you have to be in the United States. You're doing a lot of your clinical work starting that year. And so you're just in the hospitals and you're really kind of focused on the nitty gritty of nursing. So I met my husband at the beginning of that semester. And had I been in Dublin, it wouldn't have happened. Furthermore, my husband ended up going and doing a co-op that second semester of my sophomore year. So if I had missed him the first semester, I definitely wouldn't have run into him the second semester. And I doubt we would have ever met. And so we wouldn't be here. So I'm so glad that I didn't go because I have my life that I have now. I have my husband who I love so much and my beautiful baby boy. So that is my what if. And definitely think about yours. I do have a comment section uh, always on my website where I post these episodes. So feel free to start conversations there. Um, it could be fun to see what others have experienced and what other what if stories might be out there. What's the second thing that I love about this book? Kind of going, going back to that. I would have to say that this book can be pretty depressing. Um, I mean, the book opens up with the sentence, 19 years before Nora decides to die, and then continues on. So not totally uplifting, but I do have to say there is a lot of wit in the book. And so I, I appreciated that. What didn't I like about the book? I would have to say I didn't like the predictability. You know, going into the story, you know that the character is going to pick their present life to go back to, right? I mean, that's the whole point and the whole message of the book. I wish that along the way, there had been way more surprises and twists and turns because I felt like I could just predict everything that was going to happen. Um, and that's not exciting. You know, I read a book to to be pleasantly surprised and to learn things and be taken on a journey. Uh, of course, I am not claiming that I could have written this any better than the author. I'm no author myself, but I'm just saying whatever that twist would be, I, I don't know. I would just have liked it. Um, so yeah, those are my overall thoughts on the book. So that's what the book's about, my likes and dislikes. And my overall rating for this book, I think would be a solid three out of five based on that, right? The message is great. It does talk about mental health and shines a light on that. I think at a time where that's really important to be talking about. And I really liked the wit and kind of the dark humor that was kind of involved in it. It was just super predictable, sometimes disappointing and depressing. And so it's just a solid middle ground for me. Now, I always pick two charities that... 
um, or at least two charities that are associated with kind of the topic that I'm discussing for the book. And so this one is obviously going to focus on mental health. So the first charity I'm choosing is the National Alliance on Mental Illness. And the second one is the National Suicide um, Prevention Lifeline. So I will have these charities linked in the show notes. And I also have them on my website. Um, Just something to consider um, donating to and paying forward um, after reading this book. So let's talk about next episode. So the next episode is due to launch on Tuesday, January 18th. It's the third Tuesday of the month. I'm trying to stick to that schedule. And we will be having a special guest on to talk about the book. The book is the novel Great Circle by Maggie Shipstead. I'm actually finishing up that novel right now. I've got 100 pages at the time of this recording left in the book, which is a little nerve wracking because I am chatting with my guest in a few days time. So I need to finish and organize my thoughts and notes and be ready because this guest is no joke. He is my brother. And yes, it's another male coming on. He is a fellow dad. And I I do think it's funny that I've had two men on as my guests so far. Um, If nobody listened to episode three, which was about four wins, I had my husband Mike on. And now I'm going to again have my brother on for episode five. But my brother is extremely talented. He's actually a English teacher in a high school in New York City. And he knows his stuff. So this is one of his top rated books of 2021. And so I can't wait to hear what he has to say about it and have this conversation. I was just so excited. So again, that will be airing on Tuesday, January 18th. And of course, you can follow me for updates on my Instagram handle. Again, that will be linked in the show notes. Continue to subscribe and share and get the word out about this community if you enjoy this podcast. And I just thank you all for for being here and for listening. So until next time, later mamas and dads.